podcast. My name is Tristan. I am Matt Awkward. And tonight, <sighs> this is, uh, I think I think we've officially killed Matt, number one, uh, and I think that this is going to be the end of our Critters Month. I thought I had a high tolerance for garbage. Yeah. I really, really did. Yeah. This movie is not good. This, this movie, we were literally just talking about it, and I think it has a couple of the worst lines I've ever heard in a movie. Yeah, man. It's... it's... Why are we even doing this? It's not even Crite Month anymore. No, I mean that maybe that's what spoiled it. Maybe we left Crite yes. Month and uh, it's now a that straggler. It just came way after its time. Yeah, yeah, and is terrible. Yeah, I mean, spoiler alert: <laughs> the movie sucks. We are doing Critters Attack. Critters Attack. Because I mean, we we gotta we gotta kill the Crites, man. There, this is another Crite movie. We did four Crites in a row. Let's let's just do it. And that's that's what I said, and now I regret what I yeah, yeah. proposed. Because I'm living with horrible regret right now. I can't I can't remember if the the web series is worse than this or I've heard it's worse. I think it I I think it is. I mean the, the <laughs> I central. I have not seen the web series. But. There's there's a I'm not going to spoil it for anybody who wants to have the amazing surprise at the end of the series for for themselves. <laughs> but there's a dumb reveal in the web series that is so fucking stupid that it makes that makes my head want to run away well, off my it's shoulders a, it's a good thing we only cover movies here and not web series. see there you go that is so that's that's, that's, our, that's out. our out <laughs> i'm sorry guys that is a web series that is not a movie sorry i'm jumping right through this loophole Whew. thank you <laughs> i'm really glad you found that uh yeah so critters attack it's uh it's a movie it's not good and it's a movie that's not good which is too bad because I really like I like the the lead. I think she's awesome. I think the the girl that plays Dre is really cool. Yeah, she's I like fine. her. I like Drea. Uh I like eh, No, Drea. there's you know, no, I think it's just pretty much her, isn't it? Yeah. Fuck, she's the only thing that you know. I mean, everybody does fine. Like the auxiliary characters are nothing special, but they don't have anything her to work with. Her college friend doesn't do fine. Where Mandy? she walks in, yeah, and she 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 sees she sees critters eating to everybody, and she just like looks at it. She's like, "Oh, I'm sorry," and well, walks that, out the dark. What? That was the only That's a reaction. That was the only joke in the entire thing, and it did not land. Yeah. Boo. Yeah, let's talk about it. No, it'll take us five minutes because all we're gonna say is this sucks. This sucks. <laughs> Um, all right, that's I, all for us this week. Good you can night. buy your cool t-shirts at <laughs> com. Bye. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. We get uh, we open with a little kid looking through a mic- through a telescope. Here's another thing. They want us to believe that he's a little kid. He, they want him us to believe he says that he's twelve. He's that <laughs> that child says he's twelve. That kid is like sixteen. Is like sixteen. Yeah. There's no way that's a twelve year old kid unless he is on like massive amount of human growth hormone. <laughs> Uh, that that is not a twelve year old child. Why wouldn't they get a twelve year old kid if he's going to be a twelve year old kid? I don't. This know. This kid is old enough to babysit that other kid. <laughs> I agree. And then all, of t- which made it even more uncomfortable when they're like, "Oh, hey, we're going to go babysit some people." Oh, I want to go over there to see the people you're babysitting because I want to date one of them. Yeah. Ah, why? Yeah. Oh my God, dude. You're a 16 year old. You shouldn't be dating people that need to be babysat by your sister. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. You're supposed to be. I mean, 12. I'm 12. Yeah, <laughs> that's a ticket. Sure, you are. <laughs> Off to jail with you, child. <laughs> Actually, he was fine too. I liked him. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I like that he, kid. He's not terrible. Like, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't terrible. He wasn't, he wasn't bad. terrible. He was fine. Again, he had nothing to work with None either. Of them I do. don't. I, I think Dre actually Drea had some stuff to work Drea with. Drea had this dumbass backstory that had no Ugh. payoff. That like that they shoehorned in there for I don't know why. Like they just gave they just gave her a guilt trip midway through the movie for no ass reason. That was weird. I will and give you that for no ass reason. Yeah, yeah. And then even resolved it uh, stupidly for no ass reason. And then it was like it just moved on. Uh, the number of times in this, this movie, movie sets up something with yes. no payoff is obnoxious. But it sets stuff up with no payoff, and then the number of times that it sets something up with a like let's all right, this is a plot point. This is going to be the thing that we're moving yeah. towards. And then they're like, they resolve it with, uh, oh, it's resolved. It just like, it's never happens in the plot. It's just a thing. They just say, oh yeah, I'm sorry. I guess it's gone. Yeah. I guess he died. I guess we're there now. Oh my like, gosh. I don't know the passcode for this door. Oh, try my birthday. Bing. Okay. I wanted to slap <laughs> that scene uh, yeah. so hard. Just open the door. <laughs> And along with those missing plot points and, and or just like setups with no payoff is, uh, we'll get to it along the way. Some things are just weird and don't make sense. In, yeah. In in a grand scheme, we'll get well, to there, it really quickly. And there's, I mean, there's also just the fact. So this movie is riddled with fan service. Yep. And then, basically, didn't pay attention to the plot of the other movies when it was making it. The the central plot of this movie doesn't jive with all of the other movies. Like, literally, we know that the Krites are able to reproduce asexually. There are no male and female Krites. Yes. Uh, and then they just turn that on its head for the purposes of making a silly movie. Well, in this, they don't make eggs anymore. They breed and they're killed corpses i guess and then pop out like, yeah what? why why would you change that of all the things it's just central central important things to the story and they're like nah fuck those um <laughs> uh, and it does ruin it I you know i mean it's the- funny how taking away all the things that people enjoy from a from a series and then just rehashing shit as fan service doesn't make a fun movie. But then we just see them kind of like Star Wars. We see them breeding in a body like (laughs) twice. It's just like, why don't they just eat a body, pop out an egg and roll away? And then it's like, boom, solved. It's the same effect. It's the same thing. Critters don't need to pop out of bellies like chest. No, they really don't. And it's much, it's much more effective to have a bunch of eggs laid next to a corpse. Look, we killed this thing. Yep. Now here's your food when you wake up. Yeah. You know, okay, cool. That's fine. Mm. But that's not how they do it. All right. Uh, kid looking through a telescope. He sees a f- an object falling from the sky, tells his sister that it fell in the park. She ignores him. Because he's alien crazy. Because he, he is. All he does is listen to alien podcasts. Yes. And, and look at alien And skies. you can tell that this movie was written by someone in their 60s, <laughs> just like Ghostbusters, because you have this thing where you're like, uh, what are kids like? What's a what's a personality for a kid? Um, likes podcasts. Yeah. Uh, and here's a personality. Always texts and yeah. literally can't talk other than texting. And here's another personality. This guy has a YouTube channel. Mm. Yeah, that's that's his. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so out of touch and so stupid. It's like, ugh, 
Ghostbusters Afterlife with that kid podcast. I wanted to slap. No, I never saw it. Yeah. His name was podcast? His name was podcast. <laughs> and he did a podcast. They called him podcast. He made podcasts. Woo! Yes. Let more octogenarians write movies. <laughs> they are hip as fuck. Um, that said, thanks for listening to our podcast, though. <laughs> Especially if you're an octogenarian. Yes, and also, uh, I've changed my name to podcast. Oh, sick, dude. Yep, I think that's going to get us a potty this year. <laughs> uh, okay, what do we got? We got your typical, oh, we got the uh, the the guy, the DoorDash guy, or the delivery guy here's, from the local sushi place. Here's the first instance of things that just don't make sense. Delivery drivers do not ride bicycles. Uh I should I should rephrase that. There are some that do, but not in a rural area like this. He's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, How yeah. far do you think he's pedaling in the middle of the darkness to deliver unrefrigerated one thing? sushi? Two, yeah. Cool. This doesn't make any sense. But... <laughs> you know what's really killing off this town? Digestive issues. Yeah. And this could have easily been made sense if you just gave the guy a scooter. Yep. Why is he on a bicycle? Why is he on a bicycle? <laughs> but uh, he is on a bicycle, and he's. Driving through the park, he sees the he sees the little X Files light in the woods, and he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go check on this glowing object in the ground." He gets closer, and he sees that it's like a mork type egg vehicle, only real little, and something is stirring in the bushes. We get the classic red eyes. He runs, he trips. We switch to critter vision as he is eaten by little fuzzy monsters. <laughs> That was actually pretty okay. I liked I liked the the moment where he falls on the ground, pulled off screen. That was probably the best version of a kill that this movie had. I like the ranger kill too. When when you see through the windows at the ranger station. Yeah, yeah. And when I thought that was decent. That was cool. Uh, I will a, give props where it's due. Believe There's it or not, not a lot of positives here, but I will say it's cool when it's cool. I mean, if I believed that anyone had seen this movie, I would say that Cocaine Bear ripped that scene off. Oh, yeah? Because it's very similar to the scene in Cocaine Cocaine Bear. Bear. Um, Anyway, yeah, it's just basically like they can't get in because the body's blocking the door. Yep. That's Oh, God damn it. Stupid automatic thing. Hold on. Okay, sorry about that. Stupid fan. Uh, Anyway, all right. (laughs) Which one of our fans are you insulting? Uh, The super fan. The one that's standing outside the window with a sign that says podcast on it. (laughs) Woo, podcast! Thanks, dude. (laughs) Stop looking at us now. Yes. I didn't really change my name to podcast. (laughs) Tough shit. I'm calling you podcast for now. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like you did. Damn. All right, so All right, where are we? Uh, Sheriff pulls up to the house in a Bronco. The sister from the first scene, who was ignoring her little brother earlier, uh, she's putting on her outfit to go to work at the same sushi restaurant that the critter just Fam- murdered the takeout guy from. Sushi. Famous sushi. This the sheriff goes inside and yells at her to turn down the music. Turns out he's a drunken uncle, <laughs> but like he's their uh, unclear. guardian. So we know that the mother died, but what happened to the father? We never find out. It's really strange that it was... Why wh- wouldn't this just be the dad? Why can't it be the dad? Right? I, it's like it's like they were weirded out by the fact that there was a race difference or something. It's like, who fucking cares? Yeah. Number one, 
nobody gives a shit, first no. off. And number two, it's absolutely possible that that works. Yeah. It's just really weird. And number three, if it's that big a deal, cast a fucking black sheriff for fuck's sake. <laughs> if you really if you really care that much. Oh, my gosh. Like, everything about this movie is it's just, just stupid. Broken. <laughs> it's just stupid. It's just broken. Uh, anyway. It cannot be fixed. And it's like, I don't know why they needed to make him a drunk. I don't know why they... I mean, I guess for the... For that, for that stupid backstory guilt trip thing they made up, which doesn't play into anything. Yeah. I, Drea is the same character with or without that piece of the story. Here. Agree. Agree. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. She never mentions it. Yeah, it's true. Only her brother talks about it, so who cares? <laughs> Basically, that poor actress carried this whole movie on her shoulders. Yeah. Because her... Because she is charming and compelling. Like, watching that actress, you're like, oh, I like this person. Mm -hmm. And, like, you're like, oh, okay, I like watching her act. Yep. And everybody else, you're just kind of like, why am I here? Yep. Damn. Yeah. Bummer. Okay, so, drunken uncle, he sucks. Whatever. He's just being mean for no reason. Uh, we Philip, the, uh, the kid who believes in aliens and is being, I guess, coded as sort of like, I don't know, is he, is he supposed to be autistic? Is he like, like, I don't know what his deal is. He's supposed to be obsessed. I didn't think he had any. Okay. Maybe he's just boring. I thought he was just a kid that liked alien shit. Okay. He only listens to podcasts. But the thing is that everybody in this is like, I only do, I guess it's just bad screenwriting is the answer. Ugh. Yeah, it's got that going for it. Okay, uh, so he uh, he's drawn a very detailed Richard Scary looking map, which I thought was amazing. <laughs> I loved how well colored in it was, yeah. and like all that shit. It was pretty funny. Uh, and then he shows it to his uncle, and he's like, "Look, this is where the alien landed. It's cool." And he's like, "I don't give a shit about anything you're saying. Come to the bar. <laughs> I'm gonna have beer." Uh, and that was a fun scene. Uh, so Philip is mad about that. So Drea is running to, out to work and she's in a bit of a state. She had earlier when we saw her slam her window, she had torn the pennant off her wall because she was so excited about going to this college. Leroy College. Leroy College. <laughs> I'm sorry, Leroy. Le Leroy College. I, I, is that a, I think that's a joke. Is it? I think so because it like Leroy looks like a like a, a name, but it's like it's not a prestigious name. You it's wouldn't a, you wouldn't yeah. think of Leroy as a prestigious name, but you call it, it's kind of like calling Target Target. No offense right. to any Leroys out there listening, but yeah, I, just, I just mean like it's not like a, a right. prestigious name. You yeah, know? yeah. No, it would be like calling a college. I'm going to Frankie College. Frank College. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so maybe but they call it Leroy, dude. Uh, again, with the way that this movie is written, trying to parse out what's a joke and what's just stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's is loaded impossible. with those things. But, uh, yeah, she tears it off the wall because her big, one of her big arcs in this thing involves her relationship to a college because... Her mom went for half a semester. Insanity. What the... F what? Yeah. <laughs> because she never got to complete college, so that would be... So her she'd be able to do the thing that her dead mom didn't do or something. Good lord. Good lord. You know, this movie this movie franchise used to be about little furry things murdering people. Yeah. 
<sighs> it could still be about that, guys. It, guys, <laughs> we can go back. We can do this. <laughs> we can fix this. Please take a mulligan. <laughs> let's, exactly. Let's call these last two attempts a mulligan and let's fix the Critters franchise. Mm-hmm. Fuck, give it to me. I'll do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's let's see if they'll give it to us. <laughs> we've never done anything that is of any note. But we uh, covered all of these movies. But we've watched all four movies oh, recently, they gave it to us. <laughs> which is more which than is the screenwriter screen this one did. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, okay, so how about they shoot quills that are bigger than their own bodies in this one? Yeah, and they don't do anything. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> now they've stopped paralyzing people at all? Yep. <laughs> cool. At least in the web series, they the quills started doing new and different things. Oh, neat. Like a uh, multi-purpose. Yeah, yeah. Quills. Like there were different there were different levels of critter. Like there was like a red one by the end that made people's heads explode when it shot them with quills. Oh, like a scanner critter? Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, you know, that's cool. Cooler than Th- anything in this. That's that's updating. I like that. Okay, uh, so we cut to a crazy cat lady's house. She's making tea. The cats are screaming for food, and she pulls a book on her bookcase, and we get, like, a Mission Impossible (sighs) retracting bookcase. She goes in. She sits down, and we see that it's our old friend, Aunt D. Aunt D. You you guys remember Aunt (laughs) D. You remember fan favorite character Aunt D, played by D. Wallace Stone? (sighs) Uh, yes. So, according to D. Wallace, this is supposed to be the mom from the first movie, but they could not get the actual character rights due to licensing yep. and all that kind of nonsense, so it's not her. So, the big reveal of seeing her doesn't work if you can't really call her her in this movie. You don't... You know what I mean? Like, it would work if you yeah. could actually be her and you would see, like, pictures of the family from the first movie behind her. You know what I mean? Or... Or we heard mention of any of those other characters whatsoever, but not having those, it only works if you've actually seen the first movie. And even then, it's still bonkers because it's not the right name. What's funny to me is that it's almost like... Or they could even fix this being like, somebody would call her... You know, oh, I guess I couldn't say the name. What if they you just call her name from the first movie? And she's like, ah, we don't go by that anymore. After, like, the th- make up a thing for witness protection because of Christ, you know, anything. Like, they yeah, never yeah. explain it, though. They, we don't even spend more than, like, five minutes with her in this entire freaking movie. And I would have liked to, I mean, listen, I love her, and having more of her is always better than less, mm-hmm. usually. Yeah. But in this case, I feel like all of this stuff wouldn't surprise me if it was shot after the fact. Like, most of it doesn't feel like it needed to be there. Like, yeah. it feels like her moment was supposed to be a surprise when she shows up on the on the field yep like that should have been her moment like we all that's your like stand up and cheer oh my god d wallace is back to the critters franchise and it's you know three quarters of the way through the movie that would have been great that's the moment when and if it was actually her right exactly but she doesn't need to say shit because they don't know who she is so they don't need to know her name yep nobody needs to know anything she can just show up and you know what? It's just like, you can call me Bounty Hunter 04 or whatever. Yeah, perfect. It's like. But she just, just shows up and she's like, hi, I'm on D. <laughs> it's just <laughs> such an awkward delivery. I mean, she doesn't have any lines that don't have, that aren't just stumbly and awkward. Yeah. She's got so many bad lines. It's so sad mm-hmm. that you would do that to one of 
the country's greatest greatest moms. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Robo Crocs. Famed famed star of Robocroc. Uh, Which we covered. Check out our our back catalog. (laughs) It'll be better than this episode because all we're going to do is bitch about it. Uh, (laughs) Turns out she's been tracking Kreitz and she has like a big uh, Brazil type computer setup. She's got a bat cave where she's monitoring all the Kreitz activity. And and she sees where the thing lands and she goes, Kreitz. And I'm guessing they couldn't get anybody else either, because like this would be the perfect, like you said, this scene. Yeah, if you just scratch this and she showed up later on, that would be even better. But if you wanted to keep this scene, this is where you have Ugg c- communicate to her. Yes, absolutely. I mean, on I'm the sure screen, they you know couldn't I mean? afford him. Yeah, I, I mean, Christ, if we could just get Ugg and and Charlie, they don't even need to be in the same room. It could be like a Skype thing, like two it's boxes so with both of them. Yeah, yeah. You know it's, what I mean? Just it's, like. It's crazy that Charlie wasn't involved, that the actor wasn't involved in this. It's crazy that Ugg wasn't involved. It's crazy that the kid wasn't involved. Like, all of these people should have been, any one of these people should have been involved. Because that's how I would have personally preferred the whole thing to go down. Mm -hmm. Would have been to have the scene there, and it's the kid from the first movie. Yep. He's watching the things. He's turned into a bounty hunter. Well, the whole family would be now. Like, that'd be cool. I like the idea that just he's been a bounty hunter, yep. whatever, and then he he tracks the Kreitz. They show up at that moment. They they go through that big fight in the football field. He gets struck by a quill, and it actually does something to him, <laughs> unlike what it does to everybody else. Yep. And he's like he's down, and they're like, "Oh shit!" He's the only one that can operate the gun. And then D shows up from ah, behind. That'd be nice. Then too. you get her showing up, and yep. then you actually get a like, "Oh shit!" Yep. She came to Han Solo from out of nowhere. Great. Uh, I wonder if they. I wonder if they ever tried to get anybody else back. I would imagine so. I would imagine. I wonder if they're all like they read it and they're like, "You new, new, thank you." (laughs) I think I will pass on this. And then Dee's just like, "I'll do anything." (laughs) He's like, "You've seen, you've seen what I've done. You've seen, you've seen the Chupacabra movies." I've done like 15 Chupacabra movies. I'll do anything. <laughs> just don't, I don't care anymore. Uh, okay, so uh, back with the dead delivery guy. His body's chock full of baby crates, and they're all eating their way out. Because crates reproduce in bodies now. Because that's the new thing. They pop out, and they're nearly fully grown already. Yeah. And Dre is at her job making famous sushi. And we find out that they have the sharpest knives in the business. What's that even mean? I don't know, but it's important later. <laughs> because otherwise, we wouldn't believe that sharp knives can cut through a crate. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> it's, they're just seeding all the wrong stuff in the, yeah. in the script. <laughs> it's like, that, that wasn't important. There's like 10 other things that you forgot, but I'm glad that you managed to tell us that knives cut things. Thank God we would have been totally confused when when that crate got cut in half by the guy. Yeah, and they don't even drop anything like like saying like, ah, this could cut through a thousand fish and still not need sharpening. You know what I mean? Somebody like say like that it can keep cutting meat. You know what I mean? Like they're just, they're sharp knives. Yeah, no shit. Knives are sharp, movie. Knives are sharp. That is a thing. Uh, Okay, and so... We also see some yokel at the table who mentions that he has a YouTube channel yeah, called Outdoor Dougie. He's Outdoor Dougie. 
I was really hoping that all he did was teach people to Dougie outdoors, but oh well. And he's like, I've got some new merch for my channel. Here's an out uh, outdoor Dougie stress ball. Squeak, squeak. That's a joke. <laughs> I, again, there are so many moments in this that left me just going, why did yeah. you write this? So a crate can hold a stress ball later on, because that's funny. <laughs> Nothing... <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. It's, I'm sorry to just grind to a halt every time something flummoxes me, but sorry, God podcast. damn. Yeah, I'm sorry, listeners to podcast, if there's anybody who's bothering to listen to this one. Uh, <laughs> Dre's boss sends her on a delivery because, for some reason, their delivery guy never came back. Uh, and she's going to love this. The business model of this place, great. So send your one chef that you have working mm -hmm. out on a delivery that takes an hour and a half. Yeah, cool. Um, for for for, for, a, for a sixteen dollar delivery, we're living in a really interesting economy in this town. And she's going to drive there in her nineteen eighty seven Cadillac because for some reason, she drives an eighty seven Cadillac. Um, nope. Why? How? No, no good reason. I drive a ninety four, and that's hard enough to maintain. Like you got an eighty seven? Yeah, yeah. Daily. <laughs> I'm I'm sure it cost her sixteen dollars in gas to get there and back, yeah. uh, even if it was like a block away. Um, but she does, and he's like, "You're gonna love this delivery because it's the college your mom went to when she died." <laughs> it's your dream place, he calls it. I guess. So she packs up her sixteen dollar and forty cent <laughs> delivery. That's yep, and not she arrives. She off arrives at the gate to a to a guy working there who's doing the most lame shtick about having bagpipes this okay so is this the joke all right so i i hate i really hate how much we're bouncing around back and forth here <laughs> is the joke that the screenwriter forgot that they made a plot point that loud noises kill krites because a bagpipe makes basically the same sound as a siren. Mm -hmm. And he was killed while playing bagpipes. And when the crate is eating him, it's playing, it's the, bag playing bag the bagpipes. Yeah, that, that, that was a humor joke. The joke um, is that the screenwriter forgot what the, what the entire dumb <laughs> red herring plot of this piece of shit was. And that's the thing too. Like they make it sound like, like this characters, I guess that was their idea of cleverness. Like they, they make, once we saw the bagpipes, we're like, okay, the bagpipes are going to have to, they're going to come into play. And I'm like, is this going to be like a Mars Attacks thing with the Slim Whitman? Right. Like, they're going to play bagpipes and they're going to be like, ah, but no, none, none of that ever happened. None, none of, nothing ever pays off in this. Uh, he, this guy crushes Andrea hard and he's like, did you hear my mixtape of my bagpipe playing? Because obviously in 2019, this guy is making a cassette tape recording. Hell yeah. For her I, to play in her 1987 Cadillac. Did um, anybody have a cell phone? Yes, oh, they, yes of course yeah, they the did. Yeah, yeah, of course they did. <laughs> so no, this movie, this movie is firmly placed in ah. 2019. So she is driving like an antique, which yeah, is yeah. weird. It's true. <sighs> Dude, and so who, who's making home recordings on audio cassette in 2019? Except like uh, weird. Except for black weird metal bands. Or, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, seriously, who's watching VHS tapes in 2024? Yeah, Matt. <laughs> Weirdo. I watched this on tape. I have a weird, weird boot of this movie. Nice. 
Okay. All right. So he plays bagpipes. It's very funny. Um, and she's way too friendly and forgiving of this dork. And she politely moves on. We hit that sadness beat about the dead mom one more time. This delivery takes at least a half hour. Uh, and they didn't make him prepay for the food for reasons unknown. I mean, that's not terribly unrealistic. You can order a pizza and pay for cash on delivery. Like, sure, but he didn't have cash. Yeah. Exactly. You don't you don't pay with a card when someone shows up at your door. That's insane. Yeah, uh actually Has that happened to you? No, I mean no, in my delivery day, no, we didn't do that, but I mean you you can scan a card with a cell phone these days. So well, I mean that's of not terribly un well, but it is but yeah, it's yeah, just that's dumb crazy. Around. You usually pay with a card over the phone, dude, if you don't have cash. This, yes. is, this is all just so stupid. Yep, all of it. This is like written by an alien. It, it is. Well, <laughs> don't worry, it totally is. Okay, so uh, she climbs about eight flights of stairs, and they finally because find there's no cash. elevator in this fancy college. Nope. There's some drama that happens here because Dre meets her friend Mandy, and Mandy got to go to this school, but she didn't. She got left behind, and Mandy hasn't been calling her, and they kind of have a makeup moment, and Mandy's like, you know what? You don't have to work this demeaning job. You could work another demeaning job. <laughs> yeah. uh, why don't you babysit the head of the history department's kids? And she's like, uh, I'm too old for babysitting, which, I mean, I guess. Yeah, and then, then she's like, but she's the dean of admissions. Yes. She can get you into this college if you babysit her kid, so you should do it. I mean, not a not a bad idea. No, not terrible. And so she does eventually decide that she's going to do it. Uh, we get... There's... the One of the other things that's set up in this movie that's never paid off. We... The second... There's at least two times that somebody says, it's all about who you know. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like that was going to come around, and it never comes back. No, nothing does. Nothing comes back. Whatever. Later that night, Outdoor Dougie from the famous Outdoor Dougie YouTube channel. You might remember him from YouTube. I do. Okay. And he's yeah. outside because he's Outdoor Dougie. He's Outdoor Dougie. That's why he's outside. He hears some rustling in the bushes and grabs a lantern. But before you can say, Munchie, oh shit, he's eaten by Christ. So this scene, to me, is a failed opportunity because he's a YouTuber. We've established that he's a YouTuber. Why isn't he out there making a YouTube video or doing like a Facebook Live and then gets eaten on the Facebook Live? Like, that'd be a fun death. Everything about this. It should have switched to a cell phone camera POV. Yep. Like, he should have been like, and now you see, like, out in the woods, you can see nocturnal creatures out here. Exactly. There's nothing very dangerous in these woods because we have, we're out here in a blah, blah, blah. And now you can see, you can even, especially these nocturnal creatures, they're very gentle. And this one's probably sleeping. It let's might even be. On a, our, let's flick on our night vision filter and see if boom. we can see anything. Poof, ah! Then we got, like, an interesting scene. A beautiful, like, him being killed on a cell phone camera in night vision. Yep. That would have been awesome. Instead, we just get the lamest, most generic, oh, there's a monster. Comp. Yep. <laughs> Everything. Every time. Every time there's a kill, they it's waste it. Clomp. It's wasted. Yep. Wasted. <sighs> All right. Next door, a new random character, some random forest ranger, looks at an owl and it poops on his face. <laughs> it poops <laughs> on his face. <laughs> it poops. <laughs> <sighs> and he's like, 
Oh man, I got poop on my face. It stinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, comedy gold. Man, this <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then he goes back and he shows his friend his poop face and his friends are uh. like, "You stink. You should probably go take a shower." Or just wash the tiny bit of owl poop off your face. Bird poop doesn't fucking smell, first off. But oh, like, yeah, I'm sure it has a scent, but I'm sure it's right. not going to smell like uh, like you just exactly. dragged in a bucket of dog poop. Yes. Uh, but no, he he does. His forest ranger friends tell him to take a shower, and, and he just goes outside. An outdoor, like, sexy outdoor shower. Yeah. <sighs> Good Lord. Yeah. And he showers. And he does. Uh, so... We get uh, we get some critter vision, so we know he doesn't have long to live. But he goes outside. He's in one of those outdoor showers, and this is to me this is the most insanely missed moment. Mm-hmm. I will tell you how this scene should have gone. Okay. Here's what happens. He what he, what happens is he grabs for a shower scrunchie. Turns out it's a crate, and it bites him on the face, and he dies. Here's how you do this scene. He's got soap in his eyes. Oh, my God. He grabs the crite, and he starts washing himself with it, and the crite reacts to it. And it's going, (laughs) and you have the crite doing that, and you cut to the crites outside, and they're laughing at him. Ah, nice. So you have, like, him doing that, and he's like, whoa, whoa. He does that. He slips on a bar of soap and crushes the crite underneath him, and we get a squashed crite stuck to him. And then all of the other guys are laughing. They're like, no. And then they stop laughing. They come in and kill him and eat him. Perfect. That's how you do that fucking scene. Instead, he grabs it and it puts it on his face and it he dies. Yeah. And we cut away. There's a, there's a splash of blood on the curtain and he's dead. <laughs> Insane. But then we followed up by this. We do get the shot that I really do enjoy where his buddies are inside. are like, what was that? And then we see this whole yes. scene through the window. Outside, we see a crate fly on, on the girl, and then yep. we see a crate jump on the guy, and the guy ends up hitting the window shade yeah, with his yeah. hand, and it all plays out great. Like it's, yes, it's like the only good part of the whole movie. It's just so one true. little two second through the window shot. Yeah, and they we nailed should, this one. We should also mention that in this movie there is a crate leader. There's a scarred crate that is like sort of a, and also we should mention that all of the crates in this they no longer have the part cute part evil gremlins thing going for them they're now just evil they yeah. don't look they don't look cute at all they just have that like it's like we were just talking about carnage and how carnage is this character that you like marvel's when you're, carnage yep. marvel's carnage that you love when you're a kid yeah because he's just extreme and <laughs> brutal this is the version of the Kreitz. he is carnage he's the like all yeah, of these... he's got no depth to him. He's exactly. Just, he's just, I'm bad guy. There's there's only, yeah, he's a one-note character. And and, and speaking of the one-note kid, yeah, we always, he's like a general in this movie. Yes. He's the one that, and he's got one eye. And it's, but I just I just feel like we needed that little prequel, pre-intro thing of them escaping somewhere, him getting wounded in the battle and, like, leading everybody into the thing. You know what I mean? We needed yeah. that. You can't just give a guy a wound and call it, like, a, he's a general now, like. With no back, he's got no backstory. Yep. No, I I agree. Uh, Every one of the critters movies has started with like space shit first. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, listen, man. I this gives you no 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 fun space backstory intro. Yeah. No, it's totally true. But uh, yeah, we get that. They're all dead. Uh, 
now Dre is in watching a YouTube video of how to babysit. Get it? Because YouTube. <sighs> huh? Because YouTube. The kids love the YouTube. That's how she learned how to make sushi, too. <laughs> That's the humor joke. These kids these days, they learn everything from YouTube. Yeah. You know, is it possible that this movie was written by the political cartoonist from The Onion? <laughs> <laughs> the guy with the little mustache? Uh, if only. It and, would and, at least be funny. And there's no humor joke in it here. No. It's just a plain babysitting YouTube video. Like, So, yeah, that gets done, and then she fun. goes over, and she goes to babysit these kids, and we're introduced to the kid who literally cannot speak. He only texts. He can only text. So when he needs to communicate with her, he has to text her. And it's... It's distractingly stupid. This movie is so... Everything in this is so much boomer humor that I'm like... It's, it shocks me. But even even if, even the... I can't even see like the most... Uh, I don't know what I'm... No, I know I, what it, you it, mean. Like actual boomers even finding this funny. No, of course not. <laughs> <sighs> it's like reading those... It's like reading the, the, the comics in the newspaper. Yes. And you're just like, who finds this funny? <laughs> God damn it, Mark Trail! Where's the punchline? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, more like more like no, it's more like Fred Bassett. No, it's, I one hundred percent laugh at uh, at Mark Trail every time I read it. It's like it reading Fred funny. Bassett. Like I've always I've always thought that about Fred Bassett. Like who finds this funny? Wh- who it's is like this the dog for? walks out and he's like, I think I'm gonna run around in a circle. Woof, 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 woof. Okay, that was fun. <laughs> the end. Oh, there goes Jock. He loves running around in a circle too. Okay. <laughs> this will last you a week of content. That is just like constantly. You know, that's what happens when you have these giant syndicates that are doing comic strips. People don't need to do anything because they're like, well, if you want to have, if you want peanuts and like all these other things, you need to have our garbage that we just crap out. That's how, that's how the syndicates work. Boo. And that's <sighs> newspaper comics. Don't worry. Nobody reads those. <laughs> So, okay, Philip's going to come because uh, she's babysitting some girl named Tracy that he's got a crush on, and that's the moment that we realize he's not actually the 17 years old that he looks like he is. Um, And, uh, yeah, there it is. Uh, She tries some lame jokes and offers to play a card game, and she's like, what is this, 1986, a card game? Oh, 1986, the date the first movie came out. Whoa, movie, cool, cool reference. That's a that's that's one for the true fans. Yeah, man, that's those esoteric deep cuts. Um, yes, and uh, <laughs> it's weird because I get that you want to be. I, I mean, again. He's trying to establish that he's not in his 60s while writing this movie, but he is. Uh, And what you're doing here is making us hate this girl because she's behaving like a fucking monster. You know what I mean? Like, you don't just go, you're stupid for the things that you like. Like, if you think it's cool, go to hell, Mm -hmm. which that's not a that's not a character I'm going to enjoy spending time with. But she does kind of slowly redeem herself over time. Uh, Dre, uh, okay, 
The only clever part in this whole thing is when Drea outsmarts the kid by pretending that he texted her. And since he can't talk, he has to he has to go along with it. So he's like, she's like, oh, really? What's that? Oh, you say you want to go to the park? Oh, cool. That sounds like that sounds great. And the sister agrees and they're all excited. They pack a lunch. They go to the park because she can practice a picnic. Yes. What does that even mean? I don't know. I think she said pack pack us a picnic. Oh, I thought she said practice. I wish she'd said practice a picnic. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard. I think it was pack us uh, a picnic. Ah, that makes a lot more sense. It's only a movie like this that you would be like, no, he said practice a picnic. <laughs> that, that's probably what he wrote in the script. <laughs> kids practice picnics. <laughs> These kids these days, they're so busy texting that they've got to practice a picnic. Back in the the greatest generation, we didn't need to practice picnics. We'd perfected them. Uh, uh, I should write in a scene where they watch a YouTube video on how to picnic. Because <laughs> they wouldn't know otherwise. These kids would die if they didn't have their phones. <laughs> Other things boomers say that are fucking stupid. Um, okay. <laughs> So, obviously, we know the entire stupid purpose for them to go to the park is so that they can meet up with critters. So they go to the park and they hear noises in the bushes, which, again, if every single time you're going to introduce a critter into the outdoors, it's going to be rustling bushes. It's going to lose a little bit of its suspense. Mm -hmm. There hasn't been a fake out. There hasn't been anything. It's just bushes rustle. There's a critter. Yeah. Okay. But this one is making a mogwai noise, so we know that it's not evil. The sister pulls back the bushes, and we see that it's basically their fucking baby Yoda version of a crate. It's such an ugly That's the thing. They they tried to baby Yoda this thing. It's uncomfortable to look at. And it is hideous. It just makes me feel uneasy. I don't like it. Absolutely. You're not wrong. It's disgusting. Like, the fact that, like, its face has, like, a genital look to it. Yeah. Like, it almost looks like a shaved vagina or something. Everything about the look of this thing is wrong. Terrible. It's terrible. The original critters were cuter. Yeah. Like, a hundred percent cuter. A hundred times cuter. And to make the scene even more broken, they're not freaked out by it. They never once say, like, uh, one person is like, oh, what do you think it is? But it's just like... An unidentified critter. <laughs> they're, they're, you would be freaked out if you found that in the woods. Yes. And, I'm, and not just because it's so ugly looking, but it's just, it's not an animal of Earth at all. Right. And they're you... just like, oh, let's just put it in a backpack and bring it out. Like, no fear. You know why? Because these kids, they never stop looking at their phones. They don't know what an animal is. They've never been outside before. They're too busy with their Wii's and their Atari 2600's and their hula hoops and their... uh, Have I I gotten through that this movie was written by somebody really fucking old? (laughs) And Digipets. And Digipets. They can't stop looking at their Digimons and their Tamagotchi's. I feed my Tamagotchi. That's the word I was looking for, the Tamagotchi's. Tempos. Uh, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yes again they failed miserably to baby yoda this thing because it is it is a crime against nature this thing is just yeah. it inflicts 
evil on your eyeballs that <laughs> should not be there. But whatever, it's making adorable this is noises. The it's okay. episode. This ever. really is. I, but I don't know what else to say. <laughs> What am I supposed to say? Look, this really well-made, adorable <laughs> puppet that looks like somebody fucking sewed it at a you know an old folks' home. It's okay. We, I need this. Yeah. I, <laughs> again, really, our uh, there's only one other episode that's this bitchy, and I I can't even remember which one it is. Oh man. We definitely there was another one yeah. where we complained the entire time, but this we day, don't normally cake. do this. We do not normally do this. So if this is your first episode, go go back and. And like not, really, that, not that other really bitchy one we did, though, that we can't remember. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember which one it was. But, you know, and also, listen, if you were involved in this movie, I'm sure you tried your best. Please, let me let me have this. <laughs> let me just let me just shit on this movie. I'm, I apologize. I know it's hard to make movies, and I know that making movies on a budget is a real pain in the ass. But I love the Critters franchise, and I really feel like you shit on it. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> and mostly I blame the writer. And so there you go. Um okay. Let's see. Great job. Great job. Uh okay. Uh they decide that they're going to stuff this thing in a bag. What in the hell? They dump their backpack out. You know what yep. I mean? Like it's it's one thing to put an animal in a in a in a cute bag or something. But she's stuffed in like a like a, like a yeah, sausage yeah. casing. Like she right. couldn't move her arms or anything. Like yes, <laughs> like she's stuffed into a potato gun. Yes, there's like, no room for her to move in this backpack. No. It's so awkward. Uh, luckily, they don't give her any articulated arms until until they need them off screen. So they never show her with her arms mm-hmm. moving. So. So you don't need to worry about that. That's because every Crichton, this is a literal hand puppet. So whenever we see any of them standing and moving, they're always standing yep. next to something like a golf cart or a big patch of grass or something. And, so, so we hide the. And hand. that I do not want to complain about that because that could be used absolutely perfectly. Like you could do this with hand puppets mm-hmm. and make a great fucking movie. Like you could make a fun movie that works, but I think that they just did not. You know, like I like a good hand puppet movie yeah. like Ghoulies. Yeah. Those things. They're great. No articulation. <laughs> Zero. They might as well be a fucking elf. Like <laughs> like an elf. Like, like, elves. like the movie Elves. Which, which should be called Elf. Which should be called Elf. There's only one elf. <laughs> it has no articulation whatsoever. It's just a giant rubber jiggly thing that they put on a stick. <laughs> you could do that with these crates and I'd be fine with that. Mm-hmm. Just write it better. Okay. Uh, D. Wallace leaves her million cats and her confused husband, and she takes her NRA branded mega weapon out to her car. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, the kids hit up the ranger station, and nobody answers because they're currently they've busy been, being eaten by crites. They've been killed. In, yeah. uh, the the thing that's great is that our big general crite can smell the lady crate that's here that sh- that he queen. wants the queen yeah which we find later <sighs> which is not an important thing uh but they they smell her yep and he's like ah i want to kill her and so he looks out the window a thing that he has smashed through multiple times in different situations in this movie including car windows and just goes ah 
I'll get there, I guess. I'll do it eventually. <laughs> I got other I shit going on. I gotta supervise my boys eating these rangers right now, I guess. <laughs> like, these guys are pretty delicious. <laughs> so, I guess I guess they... I'll just mug to the camera for a little bit Yeah, more. he does mug to the camera. Constantly. Um... Yep. Okay, so, uh, yes, they hate each other, blah, 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 who cares? Oh, that's right. Uh, We get a call back to part three here, when the crate from the shower that had been eating the guy who was showering. Oh, yeah, he blows bubbles. He burps up some bubbles. Ah, Classic. Just like the critter in Critters 3. Yes. I like that movie. Just like, the, just like <laughs> the thing you've already seen before in a movie you liked. Yes. <laughs> so I hope, I hope we get a bald critter sometime soon too, like in part two. Ooh, I hope they all get into a ball at some point. Oh, that'd be awesome if they all formed a big ball. Sure. I've would. never seen that before. <laughs> sure would be great. Uh, okay, so they stop to call. <laughs> they stop to call a vet. The vet is closed. Uh oh. They feel a bump as a crate smashes a hole through their trunk. <laughs> Leaving a hole where the metal is peeled outwards. Brilliant. Real good work, everyone involved. <laughs> that is not how that works. And the, and the hole is about the size of a baseball when crates the are the cr- size of like <laughs> a basketball. When they yeah when they're uh, when they're in spinning when they're in spin dash mode yeah they're they, humongous they turn they turn cylindrical and they just shoot right oh, through oh, that yeah yeah you, you don't understand critter physics the way that the writer of this film does uh, okay he also forgot they did spin dashes he did forget the spin dashes which was one of the best parts of the movie and it's like they already figure out how to make the spin dash camera in part four. Yeah. Just do it the way that they did. It's basically a paint roller, for fuck's sake. Yeah. It's just like a paint roller in front of the camera. It works. Grr. <laughs> anyway, boy. God, there's so much fucking complaining. It make, The movie makes me angry. It's so <laughs> crazy. I can't believe we're bitching so much. This is, uh, God, I don't know. Uh, okay. So uh, all the crates are now following the one crate that's stuck in the in the trunk. On their way, they the ones that are following eat a guy who's working on the phone lines. We get we get a cool crate electrocuting himself to make the phone lines. He's the go bald down. crate. Yep, uh, I like him from part two. Yes, he reminds me of part two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, they took out the cell phone lines. I guess. By eating a phone worker who is working on a normal p- phone line. Yeah, I, I don't know. Whatever. Not a cell tower. Nope. No, the like, normal. Dude, <sighs> to be fair, maybe maybe I'm too old, but I didn't even know how cell phone towers work. So I'm like, eh, maybe that's it. Who fucking I know knows? that wasn't a cell phone tower that guy <laughs> was working on. That's fair. Uh, okay, so. See, this works in landline land when you're, when you're talking Halloween yep. 4. You think this movie was written in like 1991 or something? Oh my and gosh. It's just been sitting around since then. It's like a spec script that's been sitting around since the 90s. It's possible. Eh. Weird. Um, okay, so we find out that they they've decided that they're going to name this little weird crate Bianca because they were huge fans of Butt Trumpet 
And so it's named after Bianca Butthole, the lead singer of Butt Trumpet. Rest in peace, Bianca. Uh, so they do some first aid to her. She doesn't bite their arms off, so they know that she's good. Uh, Philip goes to the car to get his cell phone or something. He sees the giant hole and... He takes a picture of red crite eyes in the hole. Instead of the crite eating him, it just looks at him. Yeah. Because... Because it can't fit out that hole. Because it can't fit through the hole. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Problem solved. That that plot hole is resolved. I do like the the shot of the crite just, like, riding happily in the trunk, though. Oh, shit. That is the only time he behaves like a critter from the Critters franchise. Yeah, just chilling in the trunk. He's got his little feet up. (laughs) Yep. That is perfect. You are absolutely correct. That is Give the time. Give me more of this movie. That's how critters behave. They are, they're sassy. Yeah. Critters are sassier than you are portraying them. You got to understand that this is, they're meant to be munchies or ghoulies or mm-hmm. like they're supposed to be having fun they're, with their, yeah. with their mayhem. And they do a couple times in this, but just not enough for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. There's not enough fun it's, antics. Exactly. Yeah. 99% of the crate behavior is just straight killing or menacing. Yep. And that's it. Uh, okay. So, uh, whatever. Cell phone kid scare. Oh, this this was actually was a good scare, I thought. That's the right. The kid came around the corner and she's like, what? What's going on? What's going on? And then he just starts screaming and it pans down and there's a crate on his leg. That's like, right. That was good. That was good. I'm like, yeah, you're going to talk now, motherfucker? Yeah. And yes, he is, finally. <laughs> it's like, okay, fine. Okay. So, uh, when they get back into the kitchen, they find, okay, this was good, too. They find a crate impaled on multiple spikes and yep. flattened against the wall. Our our good guy crate, our good lady crate, has just massacred one of the other critters. Now, far be it from me to say this, but uh, if they just took that lady out of the backpack, she'd just massacre all these critters and their problem would be solved. Am I mistaken? I mean, that's what it sounds like. Like, she literally can't be stopped. Yeah. She, her claws just slice other crites in half. They're like Wolverine. She is basically Wolverine. She's like a really ugly... (laughs) Ugly, ugly, hideous Wolverine. She looks kind of like Sugar Man, if anyone's familiar with the X-Man oh, comic. she really does. <laughs> she does look a bit like Sugar Man. Uh, yeah, it's creepy. And he's meant to be super creepy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, okay. We get more mom crap and find out that Drea blames herself because she was at a party and her mom got in a car accident. Uh, and they're about to take off, but the car won't start. Turns out the crates ate the gas line or something. So they have to take off on foot. Uh, we get D. Wallace walking through the woods with a PKE meter. That is just stupid. So uh, bad. She looks at the at the spaceship and says, Hello, your highness. Turns out Bianca the crate is royalty. And, and how she know? We don't know. We're not giving any of this. And we're, we're not going to be given any of this. They this is so weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like that's where that's where Ugg would have came in in the beginning. Be like, remember the Krite colony that you were 
a delegation from or, or you know, you, you were in cahoot. Or, well, yeah. I'm, well, Dude, I'm, no, you can't. Maybe lost all my words. No, but you can't. Okay, so here's the thing. Like, There's she could a- be in communication with, like, a polite, crite society that she had good dealings with. And then it's like, you know, she was helping them, bounty hunter, keeping out the baddies. And now one of those baddies has escaped and the queen's gone down to earth and you should go there for reinforcements or something. But we're not given any of that. We're not told any of that kind of stuff. Sure. But I mean, you have to ignore all of the, you have to ignore the previous movies for this movie. Unfortunately, it's like, it wants to do fan service, but it's also like, well, in from the time from 1991 until 2053, there were two crate eggs and they were frozen on a spaceship. Yeah. So where are these guys come from? Where did these guys come from? We've just we have to guys weren't unfrozen for 50 more years. Exactly. For 30 more years past this movie. Exactly. So you it doesn't jive. There is there is no answer. (sighs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, he's got a crate latched onto his leg. So uh, the little girl says they need to get Bianca back because she loves them. Yes. Is what she says. So go back into so the murder house. Go into the house full of that. Yeah, and that's when she finds the dead critter impaled yeah. on the door. and Which is cool. And again, the actress playing Drea really sells this whole thing where she's like, hey, yeah, I guess you like us and you don't want to kill me, do mm. you? Okay, cool. Hey, we're, we're friends, right? And cool beans. You just made some fans. Yep. Okay. <laughs> and so they take off. Uh, okay. Drunk Uncle drinks some more in his sad office, and then the kids show up. He doesn't believe in aliens, so we get the scene that everybody loves in a horror movie. The guy that doesn't believe the supernatural thing that's happening, and you have to constantly try to convince him of it. In this case, he's a drunk dickhead, and then they just abandon the whole thing. Yep. They stop trying to convince him and take off. Yeah. They're like, well, I guess we're going to have to go see Chef, which is the chef at the sushi restaurant. That's all you got? (laughs) That's all. (laughs) (laughs) The only other adult we know in the world is the guy that I work for. But, I mean, he does have the The sharpest sharpest knives knives in in the the business. business. So, uh, so they go there, man, you would have thought that they would have asked to borrow a couple of those knives. Yeah. And then this scene where they're all having a round table discussion with, uh, the queen just sitting there, doot, doot, doot. like what? Yeah. They sit around, they do go visit him and they, they sit around with a, it's so weird. Yeah. They, they like I don't get it. But before that, so this there's this ranger station scene where D shows up. She's got her alien gun and some weird armor. And I hate her armor. It pisses me off. And I know that shouldn't matter because this is a low budget, silly movie. But it's like we've seen this just in this movie. I'm not even going to talk about the rest of these movies. All we know in this movie is that the crates bite your head and your neck and your shoulder. Yeah, that's where everything is. The only places exposed by her armor are her head, her neck, <laughs> and her shoulders. Everything she's got nice hockey gear or like a nice shortstop outfit on, but that's not where crites bite you. Mm. They bite your ankle, they bite your shoulder, 
or your face. Yeah. And she has none of that covered. So I don't know why that bothered me, but it really bothered me. It bothers me now. I don't even think of that. Um, so, yeah. she throw it on the bother pile. But here. she does shoot one. She, <laughs> I did like that she turns around. She calls one of them a dumbass. Yep. Because it stuck around, and she shoots it, and it explodes. And it was pretty fun. Yeah. It was a pretty fun explosion. Uh, let's see. Just skip oh, God, 100 parts. I can't. I, everything. <laughs> Sheriff shows up at the house where Drea was babysitting. He sees the hole in the trunk of the car, and he's slightly more convinced now. And then we get more fucking dead mom stuff. He takes the photo of her and puts it in his pocket, which goes nowhere. Yep. Uh, when when he hears some crates in the bushes, he doesn't grab his gun, but he like he sees them, and he's like, oh, shit. He has his hand on his gun, and instead of pulling his gun he goes into the truck back into the truck which means he has an unfired pistol on his belt when he's found later that he never shot and drea is like well maybe these uh rakes are what we need to fight (laughs) the krites with i guess man maybe she doesn't know how to shoot whatever oh so i love this so we get a cool shot of a crate on a mailbox just standing there. <laughs> that is the best. That I lo- one. I like that look. Again, yep. love that. And then the cop turns on his sirens for some reason, and the sirens make that crate explode uh, because now high-pitched sounds make crates explode. I mean, nobody ever figured that one out before. So frustrating. Um, it also, I love that they, I love that this isn't a cop car at all, like at all. Like no. inside, so he's actually just hitting the the, the sunglass yeah, yeah. release button. <laughs> they just put a sign that says "siren" on it to try to do it. It's just a little cubby that comes down from a ceiling. That they put a, I mean, they put a Winorski sign on it. Right, exactly. <laughs> he's just like, yep, yeah, it's a siren now. Those parts of this movie are charming. The mm-hmm. parts when the when the budget shows are charming to me. Like, if it turned out that this movie was done on a twenty five thousand dollar budget, I'd be like, eh, maybe I kind of forgive it. Mm-hmm. Because that's kind of cool. Like, was this made with a Kickstarter or something? Yeah, right. Like, yeah, maybe that's all right then. But I don't think it was. <sighs> okay, so... No, I'm pretty sure this was produced by the same people that did the other movies. I mean, it had New Line on the, on the yeah. credits. So So how the hell you don't get the rights to Aunt D when you're New Line and you're using the same property? You uh, got me, baby. stupid rights. Do not know. I wanted the Friday the 13th. <laughs> oh, that dude's... That dude's gotten less crazy. Are we getting one? Uh, I don't know about that, but I know that I know that the licensing has gotten uh, like kind of straightened out. Oh, or at least last I heard, the the licensing was okay. was straightened out because either he died or he's <laughs> like I mean he's like ninety eight years old or something yeah. like that. So, whatever. That's neither here nor there. Um, what is here nor there is oh crap, we're still here. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're still talking about critters attack. Uh, this is the round table discussion with the, the crate in the middle of the table with the Bianca hanging out there. Uh, and then we go outside because we hear the sheriff's truck crash into something. And crates are going crazy. And this is like, now we're just like, we're in the middle of absolute like mayhem. This is a full on invasion. This is killer tomatoes territory. It is so. So killer tomatoes territory. <laughs> it's 
awesome to have people run in from off screen just going, ah, ah, holding a fuzzy ball to their yeah. neck and then falling on the ground. Uh, and that some is balls just aren't even moving. Great. It's this <laughs> is what I this is what I signed on for. Yeah. This this scene that lasted three minutes or two minutes it's like, or something. You just know a PA is like shooting crate balls like bowling balls off the camera, and when they Great. stop, they just stop. And th- but again, <laughs> this is this is what I'm on board for mm-hmm. in a critters movie, and they give us a tiny tiny bit of it. But uh, uh, so Drea's like, I gotta get to Uncle Lewis's car, and so she runs in. She gets over there. She avoids all the crates. And he's in the process of dying from crate wounds, I guess. And he's like, they hate high-pitched sounds. And by the way, here's some more shit about your dead mom. And by the way, I can wrap up this whole story arc without anything that actually involves the movie. He just shows up to wrap up a story arc that yeah. didn't need to be in it. Yeah. It's like, no, it wasn't your fault. It was mine. Yeah. That's not... Okay. That doesn't wrap it up. That's it not helpful. That doesn't do anything. It, uh, it still doesn't change anything. Like it should have played into something. Like she forgives him, but it's that's not how. Uh, okay, so now I'm guilty that you died. Now, what, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> but now she knows that loud sounds make crates explode. Uh, and there's. I can't believe somebody wrote that. I can't either. But also, I can't believe that it's like he says. It should have been me. I was drunk at the bar. And it's like literally an infinite number of things had to happen for this for this person to die. Like any minuscule like Ray Bradbury-esque fluttering of butterfly wings would have affected the end result. Stopping to pick up a penny, tripping over a crack, any million, billion, trillion things could have happened to stop this no you cannot possibly like anyone with even relative intelligence can't assume that they had something to do with it but he does because unless movie unless logic. we find out that Kreitz killed her mom none of this matters exactly <laughs> wouldn't that be so much better yeah oh my god she that... was hit by a drunk crate <laughs> <laughs> A crate crashed a spaceship through <laughs> through we the window. We see a flashback of a crate drinking a beer and flying a spaceship. Holy shit! <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Man, that is a that's so much better. Yeah. A drunk crate <laughs> killed her mom. <laughs> Fuck. This movie would have been instantly redeemed. A drunken crate drinking a beer. Crashing his spaceship into his into her mom's car, yep. in a flashback. Yep. Instantly good movie. Oh well. But now she has a renewed sense of purpose, and she really hates these crates because they killed her uncle that she hates, who killed her mom, that she loved. That. Hey. Hey. She also finds out that the critters denied her her scholarship to college. <laughs> <laughs> There's a critter behind the critter a desk. Dean. There's a <laughs> he's got a little mortar board on, and he's behind the thing, and he's like, cancel. He's got a big, rejected got a big red stamp, rejected yes, stamp, yes. and he's like, <laughs> stamp. <laughs> Better movie. So she's watching tons of people getting eaten by crites and doesn't help anybody. Uh, 
this movie is chock full of Stranger Things music, and oh, yeah. it gets real Stranger Thingsy when the the uh, chef here with the sharpest knives in the business he sees one of the krites uh barf up uh his nephew's sneaker he gets uh, mad and he's like oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna go out with my knives and i'm gonna fuck shit up and he gets out there and he cuts one krite and then we think he's gonna go on like a kill bill krite massacre but then we just cut to another scene he just kills one krite he's got two knives he i think he's gonna go out Crazy style butchering things, and he just gets one, and then we cut away. How did we never get a scene that the Kyoto brothers would 100% have given us of like a cutaway that's just fur and blood and stuff flying, being thrown yeah. in the air as he's going and just like hair everywhere. I wanted like a fast shit. motion knife scene like Absolutely. A, like, like, like the dude in Dead Alive where he Exactly. Yeah. But nope. Uh, he cuts one. You could and, do and, so and many it's, things. it's good. It's a good cut. And it the, is. I like the effect. It looks great. But, but you don't do it, need do it, to spend it, that money. But like, then do it again and again and again. If your problem is how expensive it is to cut one of those critters in half, then do the thing. Do the Chiodo Brothers thing yep. where, where you literally just get fucking hair and guts and goo yeah. flying. And then just, just show me the guy jumping around spinning knives. Exactly. That's you fun. any of it. Nope. Oh, well. <clears throat> yep. Uh, okay. So, the kids show up show up at Leroy College and find that Sean, Leroy. the gate guy, isn't there. Leroy. <laughs> and uh, he has... He has the keys to every building, so he won't be able to do it. They hear him playing bagpipes. That's funny. Crates hate loud noises. Yeah. Except when they're right next to it. Except him when they're the directly next to it. Then they just chuckle, I guess. So th- that's a joke. Uh, the mute kid uh, has an arcing moment where he speaks to them and tells them that he thinks that the crates are tracking Bianca by smell. So there's his arc. Right there. Ah, he can talk now. That's so weak. It's so weak. That's supposed to be his God bless us everyone at the end of Scrooge moment? Are you fucking kidding me? He isn't like... He isn't isn't the one that says, kill Kreitz, and then blows up the fucking critter ball? (laughs) That's how you arc somebody who can't fucking talk in a critters movie. Calm down, podcast. Ooh. <laughs> it's so true, though. Like, they just drop the ball every moment, they, every possible instance they can. Every time. Every time they have an option to do something right, they do the exact wrong thing with it. It's, it, it's, it's almost like a, it, uh, it's almost like they're punking us. Right. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Yeah. This movie hates its viewers. I think so. Okay, so uh, they say, how are you going to get around the gate? And Drea says, what gate? As if we didn't know that she could drive a van through that piece of wood in an emergency. Yeah. Um, well, could, you could also say that about the doors they're trying to get through. Like, it's it's a it's a crazy emergency. Kick them down, yep. dude. Well, these are special doors because... This college has... Oh, it's Leroy. I forgot about that. You don't understand. Leroy College has computer code doors. So did my Ford Taurus. Oh, yeah. There you go. (laughs) 
Maybe the college is your Ford Taurus. I miss those buttons. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> they certainly never failed. Mm. Um, okay, so they go to the hall where the two college characters from before are evidently still working on the same thing that they were doing I like guess. 16 hours ago. Uh, and her ex-friends think this is all a big prank and they're all snotty about it. And the uh, the sexy guy that Drea has a crush on is like, don't worry, I can run very fast. And she's like, but you don't believe me. He's like, I know, but what I do believe is that I can run very fast. Watch and so, me take my shirt off. Uh, none that's of it makes a, sense. That's the joke, I guess. That's the joke. And so he goes and he runs for the... They couldn't give him better motivation than that. But he goes and he runs to the to get the keys. She forgets to tell him that the guy's dead. Uh, and he's running down the road. And then we just see him turn around and run the other way because there's a, a critter, critter ball. ball. Oh, just like in part two. Although I was glad to see a critter ball. Whatever. It's There's a critter ball. But this, it, it made me angry. I love critter balls. But like this is just yeah. like they just threw a critter ball in there to throw a critter ball. Like, yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. It... it it doesn't make sense. They made the critter ball. They needed to get out of a building. It was out of necessity. Like, yeah. Why are these crates just all of a sudden making a giant ball just to go after one dude? Oh, uh, because uh, fan service. Oh, that's right. And the critter ball rolls over the guy. Remember in part two where we saw that awesome skeleton yep. when he rolled over? Now, guess what we get to see? Nothing. Nothing. No aftershot. Nothing. Whatsoever. How's that? F- how do you how do you fail <laughs> fan service? They they do it though, but don't worry. Drea has a motivational speech to the kids and says no one else is dying tonight, and we don't need saving. And this is the time when you turn. It's about who you know. That line you turn it on the on its ear here. Uh, oh no, you don't. No, nope. no, you, no, you don't. You don't reference it at all. You don't even reference the fact that people have said it's all about you, what, who you know twice <laughs> in this movie when you could just be like, it's not about who you know. It's who your friends are or whatever. Who fucking yeah, anything. cares? It's anything. <laughs> whatever. Some flashlight hallway wandering happens. We get another, like, one of the laziest scenes I've ever seen in the history of film, which is... The keypad to the mom's office is locked. What the hell? Chuck? Oh, by the way, they're going to the mom's office because she has a sat phone and yeah. the phones are down. So they want to get her satellite phone. Um, I could not believe this. It's it's locked with a number code. Well, what number do you think it would be? I could try my birthday. Beep, beep, beep. Bing. It was my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Of all the things, like, they didn't give her mother... Th- that was your opportunity to give the mother something where the fact that she remembered a date, like, something important, affected this child. And that would be her arc to be like, oh, my mom really does love me. Yeah. But it's not. We no, never... Just we were never it works. We were never established any, like, anything to her character that, like, she was worried that her mom didn't care about her because she never spent time with her or any of this stuff. She was busy one time. We see her once, and that's it. And it's the equivalent of trying to hack into the computers here at Coast City Comics, and you're like, um, I'm going to try the password comic book. And it's like, bing! <laughs> or Coast City Comics. Yeah. Or, bing. you know, like, 
and then password. Could, and then you could hack into the mainframe and buy lots of cool stuff from CoastCityComics.com. Wow, you sure should. But I know that no one is listening because <laughs> this is an annoying podcast with two people just bitching about a movie. But it is what you don't understand is that it's very therapeutic to us because we had to watch I Critters Attack. This. I really, really needed this. So sorry, guys. Yeah, the other Critters movies are our podcasts about those are better. Uh, we're just going to because we the, like those. We're just going to cover part two again next week. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to shoot a Critters movie in my spare time that's better than this one. You don't have any on a, spare time. <laughs> no, literally while I'm working. <laughs> Oh, like how I do this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they slowly wander through the science lab. There's a bunch of dead animals. And there's some cool stuff here. A critter eats one of the animals. We get it, pulls it out of out of sight again. And that's cool. Yeah. And uh, they're like, well, Bianca, you seem to want to deal with this. We'll leave you here because we can understand what you're saying. Which... I, there was no no motivation again yep the characters just say you need to be oh, here for got, the story she, she has unfinished business with them we're gonna leave her here we've been keeping her away from them this entire movie but at this one <laughs> juncture we can't have her with us <laughs> if this was the time even though i hate it and i think that kill christ should absolutely be the kid the mute kid's line uh, this is when he should speak and he should say, I think they're tracking her by smell. If we want to survive, we have to leave her behind. Mm -hmm. And then they put her on the counter and they're like, are you going to be okay? And she's like, Chink, and draws out her claws. And, and they're says, like, kill Kreitz oh. in subtitles. And exactly. And she Magic goes, rah, rah, and yep. says, it's kill Kreitz in subtitles. Perfect. Absolutely fucking perfect. But no, that's not how they do it. Okay, <laughs> so um, let's see. Mandy hears some crate noises, and she's a jerk, so we want her to die, but she doesn't get eaten. She does that thing where she opens the door, sees a person being eaten by crates, and doesn't closes react it. at all. And goes, oh, "I'm sorry." I'm sorry. And shuts the door because I guess that's a joke. Yep. Okay. The crates take over the van, uh, and that was kind of a fun. I guess they're making van. the van rocking. I guess. Don't come knocking. So they, so everybody runs to the football field. And then Mandy shows up in a golf cart. And she's like, I'm sorry I didn't believe you. I saw aliens. And now we're friends again. And they're like, we're going to drive to my car. So they're on their way to Mandy's car. But then they're like, wait. We can't run away. Why are we running from these things? Because uh, they're murderous aliens? Because they're aliens and they kill everything in their path. <laughs> Oh, right. <laughs> That's a good reason. And they have abilities that we don't even know about yet. I think, so this part, she's like, we got to stay here. This is where we fight and stand our ground. Right as she said that, I kind of just wish they got swarmed completely. And eaten. And, eaten, and then the rolled credits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Better ending. But instead, they stop at what I thought was a sports equipment shed, which would have been way smarter, because then they could have at least had baseball bats, but... Mm. They grab rakes and whatever, bunch of dumb shit. And an air horn. And an air horn. Because we find out that they, because, you know. They she can't stand high-pitched sounds. So uh, she heads up. Uh, she goes out, blows up a couple of crates that looks great, like that. 
Um, but then she heads for the scarred one and she runs out of juice halfway through making him explode. He laughs and then a hundred crates roll up behind him and back him up. Uh, then back at the building, Bianca grows the Wolverine claws and starts berserker barraging all the crates in the building. Uh, the kids kick ass on some crates with gardening implements while Bianca's cutting crates in half. And 80s montage music is playing. And some of these some of these crate cuttings look cool. Yeah, they do. Absolutely. But during one of these scenes, you see the friend, what was her name, Nanny or whatever yeah, her yeah. name was, out back. And she's got a crate like stuck to her arm, but she's like... Almost forgetting that the camera's rolling and she's just standing there. She's doing got a nothing. crate quill. Yeah, she has a crate. No, she has like a full crate like stuck to her. And she's just oh, she's holding it, but she's not right. moving. She's just standing there like, oh shit, were we rolling? Like she missed her cue. Right, right, right. So it looks so preposterous, and they keep cutting back to it. And then we, so two people get darted. Yeah. And the darts don't do anything Nothing. in this. They have absolutely no effect. They, they hurt forgot. a little bit, but apparently, that's it. apparently they barely hurt. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, the kid has one in his neck. Big whoop. And he's just like it's literally like into his fucking trachea. Yeah, and the quills here uh are like a foot long in this movie. Longer They're than longer the crate. Longer than the crate. Yep. That makes sense. Sure, fine. Yeah. Uh fine. Uh yep. You just do you movie. Sure, why not? But, uh, so she pulls, uh, uh, Drea gets quilled. She pulls the arm out of the, the quill out of her arm and stabs it in the eye of the, the one eyed crate. Yeah. yeah. Take that. But it doesn't kill him. And D Wallace shows up just in time to blow him up Yep, with her crazy space gun. You know, that's and fun. She comes out there. She goes, hi, I'm on D. I'm on D. Here's a gun. <laughs> and here, take this. And so D heads inside the building and follows a trail of cleaved crates to where Bianca is hiding. D is about to shoot Bianca when she's saved from another critter attack by Bianca. And she's like, oh, you. And she says, oh, my of, of a series oh. of the clunkiest lines I've ever heard in my life. She says the clunkiest line oh, rage boiling in history. Oh, you came to this planet to protect it from the male krites who wanted to take it over. Yeah. I'll follow you. And so she does. And uh, Dre, D, Philip, they all head out to confront the krite ball as it rolls down the stairs. Apparently there's a krite ball that didn't have those other krites and it's fine. She, it, We go, one, two, three, kill no krites. And they fire at the Krite Ball, and we see what very much looks like an unfinished effect. Yep. And the Krite Ball just splats into goop. It does. And that's it. That's it. And then the kid goes, see, I told you aliens are real. Poof, roll credits. <laughs> like, whoa, what a strong, like, that's hilarious. You like, really did it. What a potent line to end the movie with. Like, wow. <laughs> So did Drea get over the guilt about her mom? Who, ah, Nobody cares. Nobody no. cares about that. Aliens are real, I guess. Yeah. Her dead mom comes back from space and is like, don't worry, daughter. I'm here to save you. <laughs> and she punches the Krites in the face. I was never really dead. I was a bounty hunter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so stupid it would work in this thing. but like, Absolutely. If you're going to build the story up with her mom, why don't you have something like that? Again. 
the story should have had the bounty hunter showing up with her mom's face because it saw it in the picture. Ah. And that should have freaked her out. And it should have been about her learning to forgive her fucking mom because she's basically talking it out with this person who can't speak English. And she's working through her troubles through the story with a cipher for her emotional issues. That's another way you can fix this stupid fucking movie. I can't wait to never watch this again. (laughs) (laughs) Ever. I really wish I hadn't bought this movie, but I did. I needed to own all the Critters movies. Anyway. um, I'm a completist, and I'm not even going to go that. No, this is not part of the Critters franchise as far as I'm concerned. Like I said, I have this weird bootleg uh, a buddy made. Yeah. Which which was a fundraiser, which is why I bought it. And I was like, it's critters. It's a fundraiser for a good cause. Like, whatever. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. usually buy boots, but I was just like, whatever. I'll give the money to the cause and I'll yeah. check this critters movie I haven't seen yet. And I and this was years ago. Yeah, I've yeah. just been sitting on this until now. It's just like, oh, man. fuck this. Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel. Fuck this. Fuck this. Anyway. <laughs> sorry, guys. Uh, we'll we'll be more positive next time. Anyway, I have to pee so bad I'm going to die. So uh, I'm going to sign off. Go to Coast City Comics, coastcitycomics.com. Follow us at Coast City Comics on Instagram and at the Fumbox Monster Podcast. And I am Matt Awkward, VHS Fiend. And check out the Video Vagrants Facebook group and go to coastcitycomics.com. Buy cool stuff. Woo. And uh, yeah, we promise we'll we'll have our smiles back next time. But uh, fuck this movie. Yeah. Thanks kill, for listening. Kill Christ. Good night. <laughs>